let's get you to the place where I can live and create my life however I want to, even though this is how I had operated prior to now. Now, there are beliefs, perspectives, patterns of success that you've used in that formula, but that doesn't mean you have to use those same patterns moving forward. Welcome to the Do The Impossible Podcast. I'm Jason Dries. Don't forget to join me every Monday at 10 a.m. Central for the Monday Mindset Reset Call. Monday Mindset Reset Call. Go to mondaymindsetreset.com to sign up. On today's session, I've got a fellow GoBundance member, another high achiever like myself. His name's Brian. Brian is joining us from Northern Virginia. He's a personal injury trial lawyer. He's dad of three. Married 13 years, now stepping into a COO role and other things. Brian, great to connect today. How are you doing, man? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing good. I didn't slaughter your uh, bio, did I? <laughs> no, that bio is all good. That's all, all good. All good. So what should we talk about today? So Jason, I am in kind of an evolving professional role. So I've... <sighs> I'm a trial lawyer. I represent people who've been hurt in car accidents against insurance companies. And I'm tired of what I would call doing the work. And I'm evolving in my practice into kind of a higher level thinking and lever pulling kind of a job mm -hmm. and, and hiring people underneath me to do the work. And the struggle that I'm having with that is mentally getting myself to a place where I'm like, okay, if I don't want to do it, how do I create a great environment for somebody else who does want to do it? Right. How, how do I get out of sort of that founder's guilt of hiring out the kind of work that I don't want to do anymore? What's founder's guilt? Is founder's guilt. Is that a thing? Yeah. So we, so we talk about that in our legal coaching program is founder's guilt is, as the entrepreneur gets out of being the doer and moves on and has a more kind of successful and more time freedom style life, feeling guilty about the people who have come in and, and are now backfilling our roles. Hmm. Founder's guilt. Interesting. That sounds like a terrible thing to have. There are yeah. worse problems. <laughs> <laughs> are you like stage two or stage three founders guilt? Or are you like in an advanced terminal stage of founders guilt? Where are you at? No, I'm, I'm stage two or stage three. It's funny the labels we put on things. And we justify our experience because other people have it too. Mm. And then we turn it into a thing. Mm -hmm. But it's not a thing. No. It's not a thing. So... How rested are you? Are you working tons of hours, not resting? You know, you got three kids. You know, how are you rest? You don't look tired. I'm just, I just like when people, when I hear tired of doing the work, yeah. Yeah. I always check in on burnout and fatigue. I'm, I'm, I'm well rested, Jason. You know, I'm working a lot, not necessarily a lot in my business, but, you know, I'm coaching both kids, uh, coach one kid's soccer team, one kid's baseball team, and okay. one is still a little too young for me. And so, yeah, I'm out of the house every night, you know, until about okay. seven o'clock. And then there's the, obviously the routine of putting the kids to bed and things like that. And I was thinking about this before we came on because individually, like I enjoy doing all of the things that are taking up my time. And I have a hard time 
I would have a hard time telling you which of those things I didn't want to do anymore, but I'm also introverted. And so I don't want to be going, you know, seven to seven, seven days a week, right? I need my time to rest and recharge. Okay. Okay. So is the primary thing you want assistance with is removing the founder's guilt or because you said, I'm tired of doing the work, um, hiring people under me, you know, mm -hmm. um, is it okay if they do it, if I don't want, how am I going to get them to do it? If I don't want to do it, uh, founder's guilt. So that's like the situation you're in, right? What would you like coaching on? I would like coaching on how to convince myself or make myself okay with transitioning that work to, that I don't want to do to somebody else and getting yeah. into a mental space where, where I understand that there are people in the world for whom that's like an exciting job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I understand that as an intellectual proposition, but I have a really hard time, you know, just mentally transitioning any kind of a task that I have resistance personally to doing mm -hmm. and asking somebody else to come in and do it. And then the second half of that is then, you know, getting out of my own way, by not coming in behind them, if I would have done it just a little bit differently or a little bit faster, or in my mind, a little bit better, right? To leaving them the bandwidth to execute on the task and take us to a conclusion mm -hmm. um, so that so that I'm not then like still involved in whatever the thing is, right? Okay. So, and what specific, can you categorize the work? Is it one type of thing? Is it all types of things? Like, so I get an understanding. Is it just like- yeah. So it's, it's all of the little decisions and the little pieces of advice that need to be given to clients throughout the course of their case okay. that I've given 10 times a week for the last 13 years that I'm just tired of having conversations in the middle of medical care about what does this mean for my case, right? Where I want to be is to have somebody else who has all those conversations and, and does the discovery and sits in for the depositions mm -hmm. and so that I can just be making very key decisions at the end of the case. Okay. So do you want to offload that stuff? Yes. Can you offload that stuff? Yes. Is there anything preventing you physically from offloading that stuff? Well, as we sit here today, yes, because I have an associate who's going to start in three or four weeks, but once she starts, no, there's nothing that's physically preventing me from offloading that. Shouldn't you be happy? I am. I'm I'm happy about that. I'm, yeah, right. So maybe I'm a little nervous about what happens and then kind of what my day looks like after that happens, right? Um, and I think, you know, just to circle back on the founder's guilt, really that is, okay, if, if this stuff is taking up 40 hours of my time and I offload 30 hours of it, like what, what do I do? How do I fill the rest of my, my quote, work week, right? Mm -hmm. Who's Ben Glass? My dad. So it's your dad's firm? Right. So I joined him four years ago. Um, okay. We co-own the firm now. Okay. If it was Brian Glass Law and your dad wasn't in there, would you feel differently about offloading that stuff? I don't think so because I've watched him all his practice area okay. over the four years that I've gradually offloaded over the four years that I've been here. Okay. All right. And do you want to, I'm asking you again, do you want to offload this stuff? Yes. 
is it possible for you to not feel founder's guilt? I hope so. Yes. Are you making a big deal out of nothing? Probably. Stop it. <laughs> Did you have something to talk about today? Or is this when, when you, when we talked about the session, was this the topic that came up? This is the topic that came up. Okay. Okay. So sometimes we get in patterns that we think are there. And you said you're introverted, you're analytical, you're a lawyer. So you're probably a disc profile on the C analytical process side. And when you start to move into a different structure, that can cause a little bit of discomfort in as we transition, because it's different. Um, what happens if you could work 10 hours a week and make the same money and everything still works? Would that be nice? That would be stressful because I don't know what else I would do to fill my time, right? My kids, yeah. kids are in school. Um, my wife ah. is working. My wife is working for me, actually, okay. um, as of about a year ago. And so that's a question that I haven't thought about because I don't know what I would backfill that time with. Hmm. So free time is stressful. Well, when you put it like that, Jason, <laughs> I'm just repeating what I'm hearing. You know. <laughs> No, I don't know how I would feel about that, right? Because listen, I've worked, I've worked hard my whole life through college, law school, um, and and being a lawyer. Like now, you present me with, um, with thirty more hours of free time. It's just, it's just like our friends who have the capability to retire and go do nothing. None of them have actually gone and retired and done nothing. They've all found something else to do. And so, okay, if I had thirty more hours, like what would I do? I don't know. I'd have to sit and think about that for a while. And I understand, right? You know, it's before, you know, whenever I hear somebody wants to make passive income, why do you mm -hmm. want passive income? Because I want to don't want to work, right? Anybody who says that, like, they haven't found the work that they they love yet, right? They haven't found the work they're supposed to do. If 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 I had a hundred billion dollars in the bank, I probably would still coach because I enjoy it. It's really good. Do do you enjoy being a lawyer? Ooh, I enjoy trying cases okay enjoy trying cases. trying cases makes up one to two percent of my year okay i enjoy talking to new clients mm -hmm. i enjoy negotiating settlements everything else i could kind of take or leave okay i get that you know, because there's a, there's it's a challenge, right? You know, you go into the trial, you don't know what's going on. There's moving pieces. You got to run strategies. It's and and that's actually like coaching for me. When I come to coaching, I'm like, people think they're messed up. I'm like, oh, this is great. Let's let's go for it because I'm just trying to figure out what they're. So I love that. So would you would you like it if your if your work life was trying cases and negotiating? Yeah, I would love that. So why don't you set it up so you try cases and negotiate? Right. That's what that's the that's the hope of this transition period is like get out of, you know, quote doing the actual work, what I call the actual work, which is funny, and um and get into just the higher level stuff that you really really would like to do. 
when you were starting out, would you have loved to try to do the work that you're delegating for someone yes. who's serious? Okay, so you you basically are creating dream jobs for people by offloading this stuff. Yes, I haven't thought some, about that in a while. Yeah, right. Because they want to be you, so you there's a there's a progression path, there's an experience path. You you get to men. Do you like mentoring new younger attorneys? I love that. Well, yeah, you got a coaching company called based on lawyer coaching. So, <clears throat> what if you decide that I do cases, I do negotiation, talk to new clients, train train lawyers, and and then my team does all of the fills in the paperwork. That sounds like a good forty hours. And you can give yourself if you want 40 hours. Now let's yeah. make sure that you're doing 40 because you want to do 40. Not you're doing 40 because you're supposed to do 40. No, no, no. I understand that. Because I'm hearing a little bit of conditioning there. Yeah, of course. Well, I was I was making a play on our uh on, on what we talked about earlier about going from 40 to 10. But um But, but did you No, I mean I mean I listen at, at the end of the day, if if I filled my plate with uh, negotiating cases, talking to new clients, trying cases, mentorship and training. Mm -hmm. I would be very happy with that for 40 or, or whatever, whatever the hourly commitment was. Did you notice that when you said, now you may have been making a play on, on the 40 hours, but did you notice that when you said, oh, that'd be 40 hours, did you notice the relief there? Did you sense that little bit of relief you felt? Uh, that was my interpretation. There was a relief sure. there, right? Sure. So so let's free you from that too because your brain like mine is cataloging everything that's getting into it prior to this moment mm. right so it's a computer it's cataloged everything and every step you take next is basically comparing it to every step prior to now you have followed your dad done some stuff got a lawyer blah 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 blah, blah. yeah and it sounds like you're going kind of in a little bit of an of of a known direction, but also an unknown direction because you're, you're doing it your own way. So you're basically going in a way that breaks the conditioning. Yes. So let's also be free of condition. Now you can work 40 hours if you want to, but let's not operate from the place where if we don't feel work 40, we feel bad. Yes. Like, and, 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 and that now that's easier said than done. Cause we are conditioned like, it's we are it's it's in the bones right eight hours a day five days a week it's in there but the fact is you can change that you own the firm you can set it up however you want to but the last thing we want to do is set it up however you want to and then you're making up extra shit to do every day because you're not at eight hours yes so we will let's get you to the place where i can live and create my life however i want to even though this is how i had operated prior to now now, there are beliefs, perspectives, patterns of success that you've used in that formula, but that doesn't mean you have to use those same patterns moving forward. And that's what's happening right now for a lot of people. Most clients is we're, move, we're waking up, we're moving beyond our conditioning to shape our life the way we want to. Can you, you know, get someone else to do that stuff? Absolutely. Now, you said hoping, I'm hoping that works, but you absolutely can make it work. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing you're holding on to the, I may be wrong, but I'm guessing that you're using hoping instead of this is going to happen because going that direction is a little uncomfortable because it's also unknown. Yes. Yeah. So it's, 
the unknown is where you should be going, right? If if you're the were a type of person who likes to live in the known, you wouldn't have responded to me for the session. Because where you know, you've created a lot of success, you've created a family, you've created financial success, you've created clients, you're helping people. Awesome. Fantastic. Let's continue. Now, maybe what if the next evolution is, what do I want to do with my time? Hmm. Wow. What, what, what do I want to do with 20 hours a week? What if I could have just as much impact and the work I do in fulfillment two days a week? And if I wanted to go in three days, I went, if I wanted to take one of my kids out of school and go play hooky and take them out here, I could do that guilt-free. Yeah. yeah. That could be fun. That would be awesome. Notice the, did you notice like the subtle resistance that was there? It's not in your face, but it's just like the subtle, like it's, and that's the, a lot of the work we're doing right now. It's like, okay, I'm going to, I can work less. And then the, the first thought you're like, yes, I can work less. And then the second thought goes, well, what am I going to do? Right? So the first thought was probably purely aligned with yes, more freedom, more creation. And the second thought was the one that was the, uh, that, uh, the second one is your conditioned mindset right. based on your past references. So the way you move and grow faster and faster and faster is to become more aware of the subtle secondary thoughts that are contradicting it. Mm. Because life is different now than it was five years ago, even 10 years ago. And, you know, in like the 90s and 2000s, personal growth, you could stuff it away, right? Now you can, it's in your face, right? It's different now. So our ability to shift those beliefs is literally just boom. Like all I'm doing is sharing you a new idea. That's it. It's a new perspective. And I can tell it's already shifting your mindset just from this perspective. What right? is the genesis of that second thought? Is that conditioning? Is that somebody's voice in my head? It Where is It is your old belief about that situation. Hmm. That's what it is. Your, your entire perception of reality is based on your beliefs about it. Your beliefs about it are based on your experience. You have an experience and, and every time you have a result, anytime something happens to you, good or bad, or wherever it is in the spectrum, it creates a belief about it. Hmm. And we start to create beliefs and over, and then we start to create beliefs about our personality. You know, I'm an introvert, right? You know, I, I'm an extrovert. I'm not great with detail, right? So you're great with detail. I'm not. So I tell myself I'm not great with detail, even though that may not be true. That's just based on my past pattern. Mm-hmm. So we, we end up figuring out how to be more successful, but those patterns literally become our limitations because we are limitless. And right now is a time where our mindsets are just, there's no limit to how much we can expand. And the reality we live in is an attraction-based reality. So the only reason something doesn't happen is because you have resistance to it occurring. So right now, the way you shape your, your life and your reality isn't by making it happen. It's by removing the resistance to recur- occurring. It's all okay. about, the, and, and, and it's those subtle secondary thoughts. And that's why it's good to have a coach more than just one call because they can catch those for you. And when you get, get aware of some of those subtle things, then you go boom and you blow up here and then you go. So it's really about being open and adaptive as we grow past the patterns that got us here. Okay. Yeah. All that resonates. So do you still have founder's guilt? I have in the back of my mind, the fear that when I am out of the office two days, three days a week, all of my employees are going to be jealous or, uh, or unhappy. Okay. Why do you believe that? 
I think in part because I would, I might feel that way if I were in their shoes. Okay. Do you want to believe that? Do I want to believe that? No, I would like to believe the opposite. Okay. So what would you like to believe when you're out of the office, what the employees think? Oh, good. Yeah. Um, I would like to believe that when I'm out of the office, the employees either are happy that I'm out of the way or are happy that we've created an environment that is a better place for them to work than any other competitor law firm in the area. And so they do not care. Have you heard David Osborne talk about his companies? I have. What kind of, did you remember what he says? Like, what's he say about his role in all of his companies? If you remember mm, what he says? No. He says that his goal is to be the most useless. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if he used the word useless, but the most unimportant, not useless, right. unimportant person in every company he has. Right. I've heard that. I didn't, I didn't recognize that was Osborne. Yeah. Um, you could also believe when I'm out of the office, they party, woohoo, get stuff done, right? <laughs> so would you like to change that belief? Yes. Would you like me to change it for you? Let's go. Okay, so repeat after me. I take full ownership of my life and everything in it. I take full ownership of my life and everything in it. This old belief. This old belief. I fear that, I fear that when I'm out of the office. I fear that when I'm out of the office. That all my employees will be jealous or unhappy. That all my employees will be jealous or unhappy. Is my belief. Is my belief. I created it. I created it. I take full ownership of it and I release it now. I take full ownership of it and I release it now. Okay. Take a breath. This new belief. This new belief. I do not fear. I do not fear. That when I'm out of the office. That when I'm out of the office. That all my employees will be jealous or unhappy. That all my employees will be jealous or, or, or unhappy. I choose to believe this 100%. I choose to believe this 100%. Past, present, and future. Past, present, and future. All versions of me. All versions of me. I take ownership of anything contradictory to this. I take ownership of anything contradictory to this. And I release it now. And I release it now. I believe that because. I believe that because. When I'm out of the office. When I'm out of the office. My employees are happy. My employees are happy. Because I'm out of the way. Because I'm out of the way. And they could also be happy. And they could also be happy. Because I created an environment that's great to work for. Because I, uh, because I created an environment that's great to work for. This is a fact. This is a fact. I believe this 100%. I believe this 100%. Because the people I hire. Because the people I hire. Are the type of people that will believe that. Are the type of people that will believe that. Because if I hire people that don't believe that. Because if I hire people that don't believe that, I won't be comfortable being out of the office. I won't be comfortable being out of the office. It's very clear to me. It's very clear to me. I believe this 100%. I believe this 100%. It's a fact. It is a fact. How's that feel? I had this weird kind of change <laughs> in the middle of my chest. <laughs> About halfway through, I feel lighter. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's like it's um I like to think we're shifting frequencies. Like there's there the more I do this, the more I start I I I really believe we're in a multiverse.
like the Spider-Man movie where there's different mm -hmm. versions, right? Mm -hmm. um, and when we and, and the believe after, believe repeat after me statements are belief changes, and when we have a frequency change or something, we feel it in our body, mm. energetic change, yeah. right? Right? Yeah. Um, and when we frame shift, like it, there's three indications of a frame shift. One is a, a is an increase in confidence or certainty or a decrease in doubt. The second one is an increase in positive emotions or, or a decrease in negative emotions. And the third one is feeling lighter in your body versus heavy. Yeah. The third one. Yeah. 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 So it's really the more we believe it, the more it's true. So one of our biggest goals right now, obstacles to really just unlocking everything you can dream of is believing you can. So, mm. I'm guessing at some point along the way, when you decided to become a lawyer, you weren't hoping to become a lawyer. Right, right. There was a decision to become a lawyer, right? And there was, there was faith and belief that you would figure out how. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I don't think, I don't recall much doubt. Yeah. Yeah, because because that because there was a decision. The decision was certain. So you have a global frame of decision. I'm becoming a lawyer. Yeah, I'm, mm -hmm. and it, and at the time when you started, well, it was kind of known. I got to go to school and take the bar, but the details you didn't know. Where right. you would go after that, you had some. You had a life right. framework, but the actual process, you there was a decision that it was going to happen before you started. Now it's much easier as hum humans to believe it when we see it. But right now, the bigger you can believe, the bigger you can make happen. So my suggestion is to do something like, I'm going to try case, I'm going to focus on trying cases, negotiating and training. And I'm going to try to make 25% of my time working is trying cases. Because that's what I love to do. And if you love to do that, that's where you're so that's life telling you to focus on that. If there's excitement and enjoyment, that's like you're supposed to be doing that. And if, if, if that's only 10 hours this week, then go do something else. We don't need you refilling the coffee machine. Right. Yeah. So maybe you make a decision to, yeah, I'm gonna focus on trying cases, negotiating, talking to new clients, training, and I'm going to figure out how to love that extra 25 hours a week that of free time. Okay. That's good. It's an idea. Yeah. Okay. All right, man. Anything else? Cool. No, thank you, Jason. You're welcome. All good? Yes, sir. Awesome. Great to connect, eh, Brian? And for everybody listening, to get your experience of coaching, go to freeintrosession.com, and my team will give you a complimentary 25-minute introductory coaching session. Until next week, as we continue this dive into the evolution of human greatness, I'm Jason Drees with the Do the Impossible podcast. Take care. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. Don't forget to go to mondaymindsetreset.com to sign up for my free Monday Mindset Alignment call that happens every Monday at 10 o'clock Central. I'll see you there.